What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Felicia Jasmine, coming back to you live with another episode of College by Her, the podcast. Happy New Year, and welcome to the first episode of 2020 to kick off season two of the podcast. I am so happy you are tuned into this very special episode. I miss y'all so much. The last few weeks, we didn't have an episode because of the holidays, and I had no idea just how therapeutic this podcast has been for me. So thank you to everyone who continued to listen and got caught up while we were on break. So I'm definitely happy to be back. I hope y'all had an amazing holiday break and new year and are easing right on into 2020 and really quick I want to give a nice welcome to any new listeners we have out there hey y'all welcome to college by her the podcast your weekly look at all things college and culture as we discuss ways to help you succeed not only academically but mentally and emotionally as well I am your host Felicia Jasmine a licensed social worker from Charlotte North Carolina currently working as a family therapist at Yale University. I went to UNC Chapel Hill for undergrad and the University of South Carolina for grad school. A true Carolina girl, I suppose. So yeah, that's a little bit about me and you will learn way more about me as the year progresses, including my genuine love for Beyonce, amongst a host of every other things. So let's jump right in there. We like to start off every episode with a small win. And for me, it is that I have stuck to my food and gym cleanse that I wanted to do the first week of this year. Um, So just like other people, the holidays for me, I drank, ate everything under the sun. And so I wanted to start fresh coming into the new year, like salads, water, running two miles like I used to, all of that. And so for the past five days of this new year, um, I have done just that. So I'm very happy. Um... And some other people share some of their small wins with us. One person said they were able to unplug from their school emails while they were home from break. Another person said they were able to catch up with a friend that they hadn't talked to a lot because of their transitions in college. So both of those are huge wins. Make sure you continue to share your small wins with us as the month goes on by writing us on IG or Twitter at College by Her at the end of every week. And let's go ahead and get into something super special that I think y'all should check out. This week, what you should go and check out is so special. I look, he played y'all. It's so special. I can't even share it until the end of the episode. Like, it's that big of a deal. So, yeah, that's all the incentive you need to keep listening because, yeah, like, yeah, you don't want to miss it. Anyway, getting right into this week's topic, happy January, happy new year, happy new decade, happy new everything. I don't know about y'all, but I definitely um, have been feeling the new energy and the new vibe of the fresh start that comes with the new year that a lot of people love to talk about. I think I mentioned this in the last episode, um, but coming into 2019 was the first time that I ever experienced like the whole new energy that everybody was talking about. So I'm super grateful that you know, I was able to feel it then and also for 2020. Um, I just love the energy. Um, and so I had an amazing holiday break, being able to go home to Charlotte, be with family, friends, of course, tons of Christmas partying and catching up, eating, drinking, positive energy. It just really made my heart smile. Um, and in addition to that, I also had the opportunity to do a lot of reflection um, about 2019 in um, the last few years. You know, being that it was the close of a decade, I think I, you know, reflected over that as well. So when I just think back to 20, 
2009, I think about that. I was in ninth grade, which is crazy. Um, so in the last decade, I graduated from high school. I graduated college. I moved to a new state on my own. I got posted by Beyonce. Like this, this decade was super dope. I started college by her. I began this podcast um, and the list goes on. And so it was just really nice to be able to reflect um, and also think about the words that I have picked in previous years. Um, so I think I mentioned this in the last episode, can't remember. I probably should have listened to that before I recorded this. So if I repeat myself, just roll with it. And y'all probably don't know either because it was so long ago since you listened. <laughs> so great. Um, but anyway, so yeah, every year starting in 2017, um, I began to pick a word. Um, my sister and her friend kind of started this thing. And I've seen a lot of people do it on social media as well. Um, but I picked a word every year to of something that I wanted to focus on. And so in 2017... My word was gratitude and I absolutely loved that that year and that word because every day I wrote something down that I was grateful for on a sticky note and I put it into a container and at the end of the year I opened them all up and read them and that was like the most rewarding thing and exercise to do. So I will definitely be doing that again this year if you want to join me please do so and you know let us know on Twitter and Instagram and all of that stuff. Our hashtag is Hashtag CBH New Year. That's what we talking about all of our goals, things we want to work on, things we want to get better at, things we want to accomplish, all of that. So, yes, if you want to join in on the gratitude challenge, definitely do that. I mean, it's something that is free. You know, you can do it every morning or maybe even do it at the end of the day because you write down something that you're grateful for that happened to you um, that day. And it was just really nice to be able to look back over those at the end of the year and read over them. Um, and so in 2000, that was for 2017. So for 2018, my word was discipline. Um, and one thing that I always say that my pastor used to always say as well is that if you ask God for courage, he doesn't give you courage, but instead an opportunity to be courageous. And that's exactly what happened in 2018 when I picked discipline because so many opportunities came up for me to work on discipline to the point that things wouldn't get done if I wasn't disciplined. So it was a true year where I had to grow in that area and absolutely loved it. Um, and then for 2019, my word was unapologetic. And I can say the same about that word. I definitely had to, you know, really step into who I'm becoming, make decisions, stand in them, be responsible for them, um, you know, be accountable for things I've said, I've done. And it was just a you know, a year for me to just really take accountability and be unapologetic in who I was. And so heading into 2020, I decided to pick the word execute. Um, and the reason I picked that word is because for me personally, in 2019, I did a lot of planning, um, whether that was writing down goals, um, you know, I did a lot of writing in journals, a lot of praying, just a lot of planning in general, exploring, trying new things. Um, and so with all of that, for me, 2020, I think is really the year where like the rubber meets the road. Um, and we just do all those things that I wrote down, that I planned, that I talked about. 2020 is like the year for action. Um, and so that's why I picked the word um, execution or execute. And so it was hard for me to pick that one word, even though it does fit perfectly. Um, there are a few other things in 2020 that I wanted to work on that I wanted to share with you all. Um, so one is patience. I'm actually scared to put out that into the universe for the exact reason that I just mentioned. I know if I say I want to work on patience, then a million and one opportunities will come for me to exercise patience, but I'm up for the challenge. So yeah, patience is something I want to work on in 2020. Um, and also to being more present. I know in past episodes, I've talked about 
decreasing my social media time on my phone, which has been going great, by the way. Um, and so not only do I want to be more present by being on my phone less, you know, when being out in public or with friends or whatever. Um, and once I want to say why that's important to me. So for one, I think for me, like I said, I'm speaking from personal experience. Um, there's definitely a difference between, you know, being out and responding to a text message versus being out and just like casually scrolling on Instagram. Like those are two different things for me. Um, and so I want to say I definitely stopped doing the whole aimlessly being on my phone when I was out. So I've gotten better about that. Um, but, you know, I just want to continue to give people my undivided attention. If we're out, I want to, you know, have a full conversation with you and not be having a full conversation via text. So that is something, you know, present wise I want to work on. But in addition to that, just outside of phone usage, I also just want to be more present in my mind. So I'm a worrisome person at times I can have anxiety about the littlest things like I could be worried about I'm gonna miss my flight tomorrow and so because of that I'm not enjoying the dinner we're having tonight because I'm thinking about oversleeping tomorrow and so when I say be more present for myself that's another thing that I mean is just like being in the moment enjoying things you know not thinking about next weekend when it's still Saturday of this weekend like have fun with your friends now and just really be in it because um, I think for me I've seen a lot of times me spend energy and time and waste really good times worrying about other times. Um, so yeah, just being more present. That was super long winded, but I wanted to share all of that with y'all. Um, not only for accountability reasons, but you know, also just to put it into the universe so that it is known everything that I'm working on for 2020. Um, and some of y'all have replied to us to let us know what y'all have been working on if you didn't know we have a great we had a great series um that was the seven days between the day after christmas and new year's day where we talked about how to wind down from the year prepare for 2020 it was an email series so if you're not subscribed to her notes see i tried to tell y'all before you got to get on it um i'll tell y'all more about that later on in the episode but yeah the email series was super dope i appreciate all of y'all who replied to the emails and let us know things that you're going to be working on in 2020 or even the people who tweeted us using our hashtag cbh new year um so yeah, I'm so happy to see all the things that you guys want to work on. So please continue to tweet us, write us on Instagram, all of that stuff so that, you know, we can hold each other accountable and also just encourage and support one another. So clearly you can see, you know, for this week's episode, I wanted to talk about goals and just, you know, the new year, all the things we want to work on and get better at, get better at. And with that, something that I found, um, helpful that I wanted to share with y'all is, you know, just really breaking down your goals. And so I feel like, you know, that's pretty common knowledge because big goals can be daunting if you think like, oh my gosh, by the end of 2020, I want to accomplish this. But of course it's, you know, easier if you break it down into smaller goals, but also to breaking down the time frame into smaller time frames. So say for example, you're like, I want X, Y, and Z to happen by December 31st, 2020. Um, and so one step could be breaking that into quarterly goals. So what needs to happen, you know, at the end of quarter one, which is January, February, March, what needs to happen at the end of that, those three months in order to reach that end of year goal. And then you can even break it down a step further and say, okay, so if I have that goal for the quarter, what needs to happen in January? And then you can take it one step further and say, I know this needs to happen by the end of January. What needs to happen this week? Um, and so that is something that I definitely 
spent some time doing over the weekend and it just really helped me um because one it helped that I put all my goals on paper but also two it made me realize how manageable they are to be like oh you know this week I just need to do this one thing and the next week I can do another thing and the next week do another thing the next week do another thing I look up it's the end of January and I've hit that goal um so it just really helps to make things manageable and I feel like when your goals are more attainable obviously you're more excited about reaching them like if it's something I know I can do this week I'm motivated to do it whereas if I'm like I want to lose 200 pounds this week I'm may not be as motivated because that seems nearly impossible um so yeah breaking down your goals breaking down the time frames all of that and I know we had an episode last season on goal setting and I also sent out an email about it but real quick I just wanted to remind you all about smart goals and what they were um so that you kind of have that framework as you you know make your goals for the new year so smart goals s-m-a-r-t the s stands for specific so you know if you want to drink more water and that's your goal for the new year you know being specific and saying i want to drink three water bottles a day um and so that can just really help you as opposed to having a more vague goal the m in smart stands for measurable so how are you measuring this um you know do you measure this? Do you have like a water bottle and every day you have the markers on it and you try to drink? Um, do you keep track of the days that you, you know, did drink the three water bottles versus the days you didn't? Just kind of how are you measuring your goal? Um, also, the A stands for attainable. So, you know, setting goals that are attainable and this kind of goes into realistic um, a little bit, which is the R, but setting goals that are attainable and realistic. So for example, you know, I'm going to drink a million water bottles in a day. Clearly that, you know, is not humanly possible, but also just making sure that you set something, like I said, that is attainable. And I think the real difference between attainable and realistic is that a goal can be realistic and you don't think it's attainable, but it is. So for example, a realistic goal is drinking a gallon of water a day. A ton of people do it. You may think that's not attainable for you. And if it's not right now, then that's okay. And maybe for right now, your goal is two water bottles and then it's three and then it's four and then it's however many in a gallon. I ain't even gonna lie and say I know how many water bottles a day that is. But yeah, so attainable is what you know you can attain, but that can also differ from realistic because a goal can be realistic and also be hard to attain. I hope that made sense. And if it doesn't, don't even worry about it because I low-key almost confused myself. All right, anyway, heading into the last letter of T is SMART is T, and T stands for time specific. So do you want to, I'm gonna drink three water bottles every day for the next week, for the whole month of January, for at least two weeks out of the month. You know, put a time on it so that it also just helps you you know, keep track of it. If you just say, I want to drink more water, that's just kind of out there. You don't know by when, you don't know how many on how many days a week, you know, so just giving yourself those time constraints can help you too, because, you know, that also helps you to be able to celebrate. So if I say I want to drink three water bottles every day for the week and I get through the week and I drink three water bottles every day, like I achieve that goal, um, you know, so the t putting a time on it can also just help you feel like, wow, I accomplished something. So, yes, those are smart goals real quick. Again, that's specific, measurable, attainable, um, realistic and time specific. So go ahead, write down those goals for the year. 
Um, and you know, for the new semester, as you guys think about the new semester for the school year and any goals that you have, I want to say, you know, definitely spend a little bit of time reflecting on how last semester went for you. So if you know that studying early every morning, you know, made you super tired for classes, like, okay, so let's reevaluate. And maybe you have a goal of, I'm going to try to get in the bed by midnight every night because last semester, you know, I stayed up till 2 a.m. and that didn't work for me. And so just whatever that looks like for you, think about what did and what didn't work and adjust and make those changes so that this semester is a little bit better. And that doesn't just go for academics and studying, but it also goes for your social life and things you're involved in. You know, maybe you figured out five meetings every Thursday wasn't gonna work. And so now you wanna narrow down to, you know, two commitments that you're really passionate about. Or maybe you learned that going home, you know, on the weekends really helped you to push through the semester. Or maybe you're the person that learned going home for you was a big distraction and you should do it a little less. You know, whatever you learned last semester, it was kind of like, you know, trial and error. So now, just use those experiences that you don't have to make the same mistakes again or learn the same lessons again. It's a new semester, a clean slate. And so if last semester wasn't the best, definitely this, you know, go around. Try to use all the resources you have on campus, whether that be your learning center, your tutoring center, counseling services, um, just whatever that looks like. <coughs> oh, excuse me. <coughs> wow. And you already know how we get down. This is very transparent. <coughs> this episode will not be re-recorded since my voice went to act up. So moving on. Like I was saying, you know, using those learning centers, the office hours, all of that resources to make this semester better than the last. And if your last semester was great, you know, still finding ways to make this semester even better. Um, you know, it's like I said, a clean slate, more opportunities to meet new people, um, learn new things, get involved in new things. I hope y'all have an amazing semester and I cannot wait to hear about it. Um, and y'all know this podcast will continue to be bringing you motivation and encouragement and laughs throughout the entire thing um, to get you all the way till May. Y'all know it will come super fast because the fall semester went by so quick. But as always, if there's anything that College by Her can do to help or support you, don't hesitate to DM us on Twitter, Instagram, at College by Her. Email us, collegebyher at gmail.com. Anything, we're just always open to it. And if you have not subscribed to our newsletter, please do so. I'll put that link in the show notes. So if you just scroll down. You can click subscribe to our newsletter. The link to subscribe to that is also on our Twitter and our Instagram. And the newsletters are great. It's just another form of encouragement, another form of community. It's like your, you know, cool therapist meets super older cousin. It's the best thing ever. Like I said, that email series from the end of the year was super lit. Thank you to everybody who replied back to that. Um, and like I said, if you are not a part of the email list, go ahead and do that because you are definitely missing out. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And without further ado, it is time for my big announcement. Y'all, College by Her's website is live, like right now. We have a whole website, www.collegebyher.com. So stop what you're doing right now. Pause the episode. Go to Safari. I guess you don't have to pause it. Yeah, anyway, go to Safari. Type in www.collegebyher.com. Everything College by Her is in one place. And when I tell you my heart is so warm, like 
you can get in contact with me on there you can learn what college by her is more about what it is you can get linked directly to the podcast all of her notes in the new year will be put up in there put up on there so you can see that um you can see our all our social media handles like i said get in touch with us and of course buy some merch all of our so- shirts sold out, but we do have some really cool journals on sale right now. And there will be some new merch coming up really soon later this month. So y'all should definitely be on the lookout for that. Um, and so you can also see our events, get more information on our conferences, um, college pop-ups, any events that we're having is all going to be on there. I'm just super excited about this website. I personally think it looks pretty dope, but you can tell me what you think. So yeah, go right now to www.collegebyher.com. Com. Be sure to purchase a journal to support us. Send a link to a friend. Make sure you send everybody there. We have so much more in store for y'all the rest of 2020. I cannot wait. Thank y'all so much for rocking with this podcast with College by Her, supporting the vision. I appreciate it way more than you will ever know. I will see y'all next week. I hope y'all have an amazing full first week of 2020. I love y'all so much. Happy first week of classes. Bye.